All right. So what I will say is uh, we can't afford not to record. Let's get started. All right. So now I'm excited about this one because this is I'm hoping this is still the Trump episode. I know you want to push it in another direction, but you OK with that? That's fine. You're leading. Well, I'm, I'm going to lead by saying I think Trump did a good job. So it's shocker right off the bat. Ooh. If we if we go back and we look at the especially the early part of his Trump presidency, it wasn't bad. You know, we had economic growth. Um, honestly, he built exactly as much wall as I wanted built. You know, and I, I think most Democrats will agree with that. If, if you ask, did Trump build the right amount of wall? Most Democrats will be like, yes, he built the right amount of wall. Um, was, was, did it end up being like a defense? <laughs> it, it wasn't much. He didn't spend a lot on the did, wall. Did Mexico pay for this wall? You know what? Even if they didn't, it really wasn't enough wall for me to bother. Okay. So I really don't have a lot of problems with most of the early Trump presidency. It's it's kind of the end. It's it's his last year, which I think is going to be an indicator of what any future years would be like that bother me about the Trump presidency. And so anyone who who happens to tune in or happens to be listening who is a Trump supporter. Like I hope we have the Facebook page up and running by the time this one gets there cuz this one I need a question answered. Okay. Well, first of all, let's okay. start the show by saying, you know, this is Misunderstood. Welcome. We're your hosts. I'm Brian Moore. And I'm Darnell Moore. Yes, welcome to the show. And today we'll be getting into Trump, <laughs> Trumpisms, and our take. Um, mostly Darnell's. He's, 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 he's been excited about this episode for a while. I have. So hopefully I'll, I'll formulate some questions for him. Maybe play devil's advocate on this one. Well, I hope you do. So I hope you play devil's advocate because I think I've seen the basic questions. And so if you go through those basic questions, anybody who's able to email us, phone call us or hit us uh, on Facebook should be able to answer some of the more deep questions. And then we get a chance to kick some of those back. And Uh, if you really want to get into depth, we invite you on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. My my big one. Okay. So, so far, you haven't really argued with me. So, I say, hey, Trump didn't do a bad job. We, we see his first couple years. We got economic growth. He does the First Step Act. I, don't, I really don't believe a Democratic president could have gotten the First Step Act done. Um, I think the fact that he even named it the First Step Act was really just an indicator to whoever comes on, like, this is not enough, mm-hmm. which I think is, is also beautiful. So there wasn't a lot of complaints. And in fact, I had to go speak to a group prior to prior to COVID of high school students about why I was pushing to have the Confederate monument removed. And when I spoke to this group, they said that there were a couple kids in the class that were Trump supporters mm-hmm. and they, they didn't show up because they didn't want to have to deal with me and, you know, pushing my ideology on them. But yes, I think, and I will say I think that that that's what bothered me about Trump um, was the whole. This was during the Colin Kaepernick. Yes, and uh, the first thing that that kind of resonated with me, and it just it did it, it. The way he handled it, um, addressing uh, social injustice by calling them SOBs, mm-hmm. that that is what bothered me. Um, I he I feel like he set the tone. For uh, lack of Civility. wanting, la- well, lack of empathy. 
Okay. Like, we don't need to be empathetic. We don't need to get to know you. We don't care. We shouldn't have to be cared. It shouldn't be forced on us. You're just SOBs. That's how I felt. And and I continue to feel that way, I guess, when, when they bring up the LGBT, LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. So that, that was my take. And, and, um, I really didn't get into his policies as much as I did to um, how he handled the presidency. Okay. And I, I can see that. But you know what? That part, that part didn't really bother me because I'm used to politicians saying the things that are popular, but doing the things that they're capable of doing. So if if what's getting him elected is like going out and tearing down, you know these these awful you know things that he feels are awful so that I th- feel are wonderful, that that's just what he's using his voice for his bully pulpit. But he didn't really create any legislation. I didn't care. I didn't like it. I, I'm I'm with you. But for me wasn't a game changer because well, he never I, I did th- anything. Yeah, but I think what bothered me was we had just finished eight years of Obama. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had friends that I went to school with, and they said he was the most divisive president we had. Yes. Um, and I'm like, I don't feel like he fought enough for a lot of black causes that he should have got behind. I mean, his, his, his black Harvard professor uh, was arrested trying to get into his own house mm-hmm. you know now's the time to, to stick up for us no he didn't he called a beer summit um so I'm, and so when they say you know oh, barack obama is just so divisive I, I i i can't understand how he was divisive other than the color of his skin now i i, I and, tend to i think i think we see this very similar I didn't understand exactly what a lot of the complaints were about Barack Obama. Because mm-hmm. there, there are complaints that I, I have about Barack Obama. When he went to Flint, Michigan, and took a little sip of that water oh, yes. and was like, oh, it's, it's cool, y'all, and then got on his plane and flew off. Like, and, and left terrible. Michigan and in in uh, Flint in the same state that they were. Left Flint yes. in the same state. That's terrible. Yes. Um, him drone striking an American citizen. Terrible. Mm-hmm. But what I've also noticed is Americans don't care. Yes. Is when I would tell somebody, Democrat or Republican, I would go, man, you know, Obama drone striked an American. And they'd be like, really? Who? And I go, Anwar al Azarki. And they go, oh, was he a terrorist? Probably need to be. You know what I mean? So (laughs) there wasn't a lot of empathy for someone turned terrorist bombed, even though this is something that constitutionally whoever he was mm-hmm. due process was necessary but there wasn't a populist complaint and the same thing with flint michigan like that's michigan's water my water's still good no 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 ain't worried about it and, but what worries me now is we've seen a second train accident ruining water in another place and we're doing the same thing we're yeah. like we have just, in two instances, we have traded commerce for clean drinking water. And as long as it didn't touch my water, I don't care. Hmm. We have no federal response. And so at this point, everybody has to be going, I don't live that far from train tracks. I don't live that far from a manufacturing plant. If my water table gets poisoned, nobody's coming to save me. Hmm. We have to know that as Americans. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, that'd be like saying... Uh with all these mass shootings, 
we live close enough to a school that this could happen to us. We don't. We do. We we we, we don't. We know we people temporarily. who attended Virginia Tech. Yes. We know people who, you know, go out to the boardwalk. I, I mean, I'm. We, we have a care. we have a we do we have a short term memory. Right. Um. It's sad. We address it. We offer thoughts and prayers, and then we stop thinking about it. It, it doesn't impact us. No. And you you know where I think the the clearest to me vision of this where something doesn't impact me or where I don't really care is Edward Snowden. So Edward Snowden goes through all this stuff, <laughs> gives up his privacy to be like, hey guys. His freedom. Gives up his freedom. We got to go live in Russia in the cold. You know, and he's like, hey, listen, America, the cameras and your cell phones can spy on you at any moment. And we're all like, mm, I like Angry Birds. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, we should all be angry and concerned, but we don't care. We've given up that particular piece of freedom. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, Alexa and all those are spying uh, on us. Are you coming? But... Hey, big brother, what's the weather outside? <laughs> like, I don't really care. Shouldn't be worried about them. <laughs> Because your vacuum has been gathering dirt on you all day <laughs> for years. Dad joke <laughs> yes, supreme. I had to insert it, even though I started to say it wrong. But yes, um, I don't think that I'm interesting enough that I, somebody spying on me will get anything. I think that's where the big that that hopefully I felt like that was a little bit of a shift in in people's mindset, mm -hmm. where you know. And, and I, I think it's helped in a lot of instances. So I think people who were closeted for any number of things, if they were pretending to be white when they had a, a black background, they were passing. If they were homosexual and they were pretending, like at this point, it's like maybe we ought to just accept everybody who they, for who they are instead of creating secondary lives because you can't hide anymore. Hmm. Google sent me a map of three years of everywhere I've been with my cell phone in my pocket. Yeah, I was going to say Apple, I think, had the same update. <laughs> it was like frequent visits. Yes. And so they got to the point where my phone was like, hey, shouldn't you be heading to work? I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And, <laughs> and I think that gets to be the problem. If it's commercially acceptable, like if my phone is making sense, if it's saving me time, money, I kind of don't mind. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where we're at this cusp of how much freedom do I need and what is freedom? Is freedom the ability, like the fact that I can go everywhere I wanted on that map? Or is freedom nobody knows where I went on that map? And I think we've got this space to right now to make this decision. Hmm. But this also pulls us pretty far away yes, from yes, the Yes, yes, I was about to say. Yeah, uh, to pull us back on track. Pull us back uh, on track. Uh, we were talking about uh, a divisive president. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, you know, even before uh, Barack Obama uh, with George Bush, who I love now, he's like, he is, isn't he? When he wonder, I don't. Something about him sitting next to Michelle. Man, I love uh, the little bromance. I, <laughs> I don't know Obama. what to call it. But <laughs> I don't know what to call it either. But it's doggone cute. It is. It is. Um, and he's personable. You forget this when you're blaming all the problems on him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess, but uh, talking about, uh, I guess, being divisive, um, I feel like even back then, Republican or Democrat, they stuck to the script. You know, they were, they still wanted to 
kind of cater to not just their their voters, but to America. And then Donald Trump comes in and he refers to Americans as SOBs. It it, it bothered me. Yeah, well, it, it bothered you because we understood Kaepernick's ideology. Yes. We understood where Kaepernick was coming from. We I think we especially understood having access to the better parts of America. Mm-hmm but still wanting to advocate for people who don't. Yes. And so, you know, hearing people say, well, I don't understand why Capper, he grew up in a household that was comfortable. He's making a lot of good money playing football. Why isn't he happy? Yep. Shut up and play. Shut up and play. And I think we felt that kind of kinmanship is, is we've got a good life, the two of us. Why are we complaining about issues if we have such a good life? If America's so good, why are we complaining? And I, I think we understood he's asking for America to become better. And America has that capability. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand why we why we dug Kaepernick. Uh, I think I also well, understand I, I why also Trump even, was bothered with him. Okay, well, please explain. I think in, in one instance, he knew if he played into that, because Donald Trump is the best politician I've ever seen. Point blank, period. He's the absolute best politician I've ever seen. And as long as Americans underestimate Donald Trump, we're going to be in, we're going to see another Trump presidency because there's no way. After the two major things that he did during his presidency, he should ever be even considered. Now, you, you're going to have to go ahead and explain these two things. OK, so the, the first thing is covid. Like, I don't how, understand how- Trump was not responsible for COVID. How is Trump? That, that's the part I can't understand. The man was president when it happened at his last State of the Union. And when Nancy Pelosi ripped that thing in half and he gave the Medal of Freedom to uh, Rush Limbaugh and, and that black airman, like just an amazing, amazing performance, amazing politician. Mm-hmm. Trump laid it down. And the only person I'd say Nancy Pelosi did a good job of ripping that thing up because it took a little bit of steam off of Donald Trump's presentation because he did everything right. He laid down a great State of the Union. He he made it difficult for people. You you gonna boo uh, a Tuskegee Airman? You know what I mean? Like what you gonna do? He he laid it down. He politicianed himself. But in that State of the Union, he said, "Hey America, go back and listen to it. Hey America, there's this virus. President Xi and I got it under control. Like one line hmm. before we ever heard of a COVID." We didn't pay any attention to it because of all the other stuff. Next thing you know, he's up there telling us we got a couple weeks until it it passes. We're going to be on lockdown. Now the governors all do their lockdown. Now there's no federal response to the governors on what those lockdowns should do. And now he's bringing up people. He introduces us to Fauci. He introduces us to doctors. Ben Carson brings Ben Carson on for one press conference and doesn't let the man speak the entire time about yeah, now I don't sends understand. him back I, to hood. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand that. How he uh, appointed uh, a brilliant brain surgeon. surgeon, brain surgeon, put him hey. in charge of hood. <laughs> It'll take you back to your roots. We have a national <laughs> pandemic. He's got this brilliant surgeon on there. He knows the black community has an issue with medicine. Mm. Doesn't let the man speak. Donald Trump mismanaged all of COVID. And it nearly ruined not just the country, but he nearly ruined the world. Now, what could he have done differently? He 
could have done what we've done when there was SARS. He could have done what we did when there was uh, swine flu. Swine flu. flu. What was the uh, Ebola? We had an Ebola outbreak, and what four Americans got it? So what? On was... a, we sent a team to that country, okay. and we locked it down in that country. Okay. Okay. Why wasn't there an American team in China? Donald Trump believed President Xi. President Xi was like, dude, we got it under control, relax. And Donald Trump looked back at his cabinet, which was not filled. He, he manages by firing. If you don't do your job, he fires you. He doesn't think about training you to be a better manager. He doesn't improve anybody. He gets rid of and, and hires a family member who's going to say yes to him. Hmm. He mismanaged this entire COVID thing, almost ruined the whole world. And now he's out here like, we had all this growth until the COVID virus came in. Okay. It was your virus. So you're saying... He was in charge of stopping it. Previous presidents would send out a... A team, and they would have held that virus in that country. Okay. We would have locked down China and not the rest of the world. So I guess this would explain why previous presidents didn't have the uh, head of the CDC... Uh, as the spokesperson for any of the, the no. outbreaks. No, because we've got the world's strongest military. <laughs> we would have sent, hey, China, you got an issue? We're going to send two Navy ships over that have hospital beds and a couple destroyers behind it, and then we're going to send in a team to make sure that virus stays there. Hmm. We have always locked the virus in the countries where they stay. Okay. Except when Donald Trump got in office. Okay, I'll give and you then he, he didn't coordinate any responses between the, the states. All the states are running out by themselves. He's continuing this divisive stuff, so now people are out in the streets fighting each other. He mismanaged the virus. Okay. And that, that's a big one. Okay, I'll give you that one. Well, well you're you going to give it to me. Now, we did a better job discussing this lightly because you did a good job of pushing back. Excuse me. Well, I'm... I mean, you explained it clearly. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the second one? Second reason. The second reason I, I don't think he should be eligible for doing anything is he's hosted the most corrupt election in U.S. history. Oh, no, that's far-fetched. How is that far-fetched? Um, I've heard that Republicans had went in to vote for Trump and the machine switched to uh, Biden. And, and again, maybe... But what I do know is Donald Trump had a commission on voter fraud that closed six months before this terrible election happened. Wait, what? There was a commission on voter fraud. Because Donald Trump, he got elected. He got elected and said, hey, y'all, like, first two weeks, go back and watch his press conferences. The man was entertaining. I don't know how people weren't watching all his press conferences. I watched a lot of them. I went from The Apprentice to the actual president. <laughs> and, and he was good at these things. He came out and said, no, I'm, I'm president, but the presidential election, there was fraud and corruption, and it doesn't work. But I accept the the election results that from the... the uh, President Obama's election. The, the one that President Obama oversaw, that election was good enough, but there was still some shady stuff in it, so I'm going to make sure it doesn't happen. So he creates this commission on voter fraud. Okay. So he, I guess in essence, he hired a team to mm -hmm. oversee the election. Oversee. The next election. To, not to oversee, but to investigate. Okay. And their goal was to make a report and report it back. He closes this, this, uh, this team on election fraud. And so, Commission on Election Fraud. 
when did he when did he open start this team? Almost, uh, I want to say into his second year. And I'll have to go back and double check. So when we come back and we do maybe the second episode, I'll see a third episode. We'll come back and we'll bring some more facts up on this. Okay. But the the commission on voter fraud, he closes it before the election happens. Now my theory. And this now, is now when you say before conspiracy the election theory happens, next, you're you're talking about his uh, re-election. His re-election. Okay. So when he's running for re-election, that's and this is the one he's been president for four years. The last job a president has is to oversee a national election. He's got to coordinate with governors. They all have to submit their, their paperwork. He's got, since the Civil Rights era, he has the full force of both the FBI and the Civil Rights Act in southern states to make sure that, if necessary, he can send people into southern states to make sure there's not a voter suppression. He has a lot of power that's been granted to every president since the Civil Rights era. And... He either mismanaged it or refused to manage it. And I think he did this. Now, this is, again, now I'm going off into conspiracy land. Donald Trump thought he could steal the election. Oh, no, that's far-fetched. It may be far-fetched, but I think he thought he could steal the election now, because we're in COVID. Now, like, he, he, he flat out told us, mm-hmm. I'm going to win this election, and if I don't, it's rigged. It's rigged. How can you be 100% sure you're going to win an election? Because it's, it's happened before. President Obama said, the one thing I can tell you about Donald Trump, he'll never be president. And did that mic drop? <laughs> and he was wrong. Oh, yeah. He had to stand next to Donald Trump while he was getting sworn in. He and Hillary Clinton standing right there as Donald Trump's giving his speech about, I'm the new president. Yeah, those words came back to bite him. But he stood there and allowed them to bite. Mm. Donald Trump failed America in putting out a fair election and then refused to stand up there with the results of his election. It is unforgivable. He should never be allowed to be a politician in the United States. No one should ever vote for Donald Trump. He cannot manage an election. We have seen him fail on an election. It was the most corrupt. Have you heard, how many people have you heard say, oh yeah, Donald Trump's election ran great? Not many. Not many. We all know he did a poor job on this, and we're considering giving him the job again. So you're mean to tell me that Trump was responsible for stopping, I guess, all those fraudulent votes that were supposedly reported um, that had voted for Biden. No. That Trump was responsible for supporting the governors. Trump was responsible for making sure that each of the states had what they needed. If Trump's uh, commission on voter fraud knew that there was going to be a problem in these states and he never reported it to these governors, Donald Trump is the reason we don't have a fair election. Now, what could he do in these liberal states? What liberal states? There's no complaints in the liberal states. Nobody's saying California. All these states that voted for They're for Republican Biden. states. Georgia, Arizona. All the election fraud happened in Republican states in Democratic areas. Donald Trump tried to steal an election, and when he failed, he admitted elections can be stolen. Conspiracy theory. At worst, he has hosted the most corrupt election in U.S. history. We had an election during the Civil War. Do you understand that? 
We had an election during the Civil War, and people did not complain about who was elected. Mm. Prior to the election during the Civil War, Virginia refused to put uh, Abraham Lincoln on the ballot. If you lived in Virginia, you could not vote for Abraham Lincoln. And that election was not refuted. Wow. Donald Trump failed this country in such a major way he should never, never be allowed to run for anything. Ooh, I feel like we're going to get feedback on this. I hope so. I hope so. This, this is my big complaint. Okay. I'm, I'm not afraid of Trump. What do you mean afraid? Um, I, to me, Donald Trump is president again was not the worst thing that could happen. If he becomes president again? Yes. Oh, I think it is. I don't. I do. I don't think he'll get, he's four years, what, and he really didn't write any harmful legislation, pass any le harmful legislation. Did you live during his last year? 186 months of consecutive growth. He ended. Because of COVID. <laughs> because oh. of his management of COVID. It wasn't like COVID just snuck in. He was on watch. He was at the gate. But I, I don't, I think Donald Trump is too selfish to act any further to ban books or uh, hinder equity and inclusion. He's a DeSantis is who scares me. I, I get you, because you and, and I also agree with that. I think because DeSantis yeah. can't get any further on his personality. He actually has to enact harmful legislation. But he also has to legislate. And Donald Trump leads a crowd. Donald Trump doesn't have to legislate. Donald Trump navigates people. Okay. I think you're absolutely right. Yes. And I, I like I disagreed with you on this before. I was like, ah, DeSantis can't do it. And I've talked to other people, and they're like, DeSantis can't. Yes. And DeSantis will. Yes. He will create legislation that will be problematic. Yeah. He, and he and is. The the most recent one, um, which I think which Democrats are calling the "Don't Say Gay" bill, but in Florida, it is called the um, Protection of Parental Rights Bill. And so the, parent, the Protection of Parental Rights Bill essentially says that parents have the ability to uh, select what their children can and can't be exposed to in schools and have given parents the right to sue schools if they have a problem with the content that's being taught, which they believe is sexual or immoral. Mm. Which is scary. Because mm -hmm. schools don't have money. Not only do not, schools not have money, but schools generally don't teach any of that crap. Well, do you think, <laughs> do you think this is their way of trying to get, um, create segregation? Yes. They're recreating yeah. segregation. I, I think school they're choice. They're trying to get rid of public schools. Yes. And going back to charter schools, which is going to be based on. Yes. Economic means and. Uh, Who know. we think should be educated. Yes. Yes. Yes, I think I think the fight against public schools is a fight to resegregate America because it it really doesn't make any sense to me. Um, private schools exist. Mm -hmm. I teach at a private school. Like I, I work at a private school. You can't public school your way out of the need for private schools. You can't public school the need out of homeschooling. You can't public school the need out of charter schools. Public schools 
will always need other roots because kids are individual. And some kids need to be drawn to other places. Mm -hmm. So all these other things exist. But as Americans, we need a population of kids that can read, write, and add. And that should be a bare minimum. Every kid needs a minimum set of skills so they can be employed, so they can you can talk to them if you need help somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's a minimum level of skills that we need to give every American, and public schools provide that. No child left behind. Uh, and yes, <laughs> and I'm not a fan of that because being left behind is not bad. If it takes me a month to read something, that it takes you two weeks. I'm not a bad learner. I just learn different. I learn slower. So I, I don't see a problem. And, cause, and I, I say this because I personally am a slow learner. And so I, I, I don't like the no child left behind because sometimes it's like, well, why don't y'all go on ahead and let me sit here and, <laughs> and, and read this a, a second time? You know, I didn't get it the first time. Like, it's okay to leave some children behind. It's not okay to leave children alone. And it feels like that's what the desire is with removing public schools is that some kids get to be taught and some kids get to be left alone. Hmm. And then that, that one scares me. That one does. So, okay. If you had to take your pick, okay. A a DeSantis 20, what is it? 2024 Uh or Trump 2024. A DeSantis. Oh God! I think this. I think, I think, Biden can beat DeSantis. Biden cannot beat Trump. Trump is a better politician than Biden. Okay, he's more charismatic. He knows how to follow a crowd. He's he's a better politician. He's a he's the best politician I have seen in my life. Donald Trump is the best politician. He will. The only thing I think the only thing that might allow Biden to win is the debt ceiling crisis because inside the debt ceiling crisis um republicans stopped student loan payments what (laughs) so in a couple months all of a sudden people who have not been paying student loans for like three years they've had a three-year hiatus are going to get hit in the pocket with student loans and possibly the back costs on these loans what yeah Everything you owed. Now, if you were smart and you were like, I don't trust the government. And you, instead of paying it to the government, you put it in a savings account, the same amount of money, you're okay. You, you've even earned some interest mm-hmm. on that money. Um, but if you take a look at the records of how Americans spend money, not many of us did that. So then the question becomes, are there enough Americans that have this outstanding student loan that they're going to vote that? Because you're going to have two candidates that are going to, one's going to come and say, I'm going to forgive your student loans. It'll be Biden. And I honestly don't know what Trump will say. Trump will say what's popular. So he also might offer to, to pay the student loans, too, if he's losing. But DeSantis uh, but won't. DeSantis won't. No. DeSantis won't, and most of the Republican Party is not going to push for it. Because it'll be, I think it'll be a giant loss for banks, for stockholders. for If, if, you, if you have a million dollars in wealth... That is not in your house, but is in like stocks, bonds, cash assets, that kind of stuff. If you have over a million dollars in that, the student loan thing is going to drop your your value. Hmm. If all your money's in your house and in your pocket, 
then this ain't gonna hurt you at all. <laughs> and so that, who's voting? Who's voting is gonna determine, uh, I think, the next election. If we've got it, and based on this, other than this, Trump, Trump got Biden beat handily. Mm. I, I can't, I, that's, that's the only thing I think Biden's got going for him is that student loan. Otherwise, I think we're going to see a Trump president. Twice. What? Hold on. Wait a minute. What? I think he'll get elected again. He'll have a third no, term. This will be his second term. Yeah, he'll I mean, get a he'll third serve. term. That's not possible. Why isn't it possible? You're not allowed to serve more than two terms. No, you're not allowed to do a lot of stuff. You're not supposed to take documents out. And so far, <laughs> every politician apparently ever has pulled documents out of it. Um, I, I think he'll, he'll get it done. He'll either get the rules changed or he will change the rules himself. Talk to people who support Trump and ask them if they would support giving Trump a third term. Because right now, most of America is still a democracy. If more people want it to happen, it'll happen. Mm. That's a scary thought. Yes. Because we already know he can't run an election. And so whatever election he runs next is going to be garbage. And I think he'll win it. That's that's my my two cents on 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 Trump. A lot and of so, theories being thrown. It's out. a lot of theories. So here's what I need for for folks listening. Uh, cuz I'm not supposed to mention time anymore. Okay. But we're coming up. Yeah, but I will we can say this. If after hearing these theories, that, here are my theories and what Factual information that you have stated okay. was the handling of the, the COVID. Handling of COVID. He watches State of the Union. He did not send in a uh, a team to uh, investigate the virus when he, he did first... not. Oh, and you want to know what's real scary? He's, he's got a press conference. He's sitting next to, to Fauci, and they're telling him, they're like, President, you know, we're not getting the, uh, the vaccines out fast enough. And, and President Trump's like, don't worry, I got the pres- I got the military lined up to get these vaccines out. Yeah, I don't know if oh, we have- hold on. So you're saying that he was talking about forcing the vaccine on people? Absolutely. He would absolutely do because he needed he needed people to take the vaccine. He was stuck because as long as the economy was good, he was going to get reelected. You can't lose a presidency by spending money. And Trump spent money. He put this nation in debt opened a whole new force of the military spent money. Now, you know how many contracts? Now, that's one thing I will say. I don't understand the... Because it's Trump's virus. Yes. He was Trump's virus. He was responsible for getting us something fast. <laughs> oh, you're saying it's Trump's vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Trump, Trump's Trump vaccine. vaccine. The Trump yes. vaccine, yes. Um, Warp speeded. He threw money at that virus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why weren't more people willing to take the vaccine? Yo, man, we had to go into a religion episode. That sounds like the next so, episode. I think it does sound like the next episode. So there's a, a couple things. I think if we do a religion episode, one, I think the fear of a lot of Americans can be uh, summed up in the book of Noah. Explain. All right. Uh, well, I think we're going to have to explain this on the next episode. Oh. Uh, can be summed up in the book of Noah. And also, there is a new religion that's growing. And the people that subscribe to the religion are anti-mask people. 
So if you see people who look at a mask and go, that mask indicates the devil. It, it indicates the bad person. That the person who is anti-mask is they're apostolizing for their new religion. Wait, 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 wait. You're trying to tell me that these anti-maskers are forming their own religion. Yes. It appears this way to me. They are developing their own religion. Now, what would make you say this? Uh, because they are... They're, it's based on faith. They believe that masking is bad. And belief without evidence is faith. Faith of you know, hope of, for things unseen mm-hmm. is, is faith. And so they've got this faith that whoever they think is God is anti-mask. Now, now a lot of these are, are supposed Christians. Mm-hmm. But are you trying to say that these are Christians who are creating a new denomination or... Uh, I, I don't know what it's going to turn into. A whole new religion completely. It feels like a whole new religion. It feels like they don't need scripture. They but don't you're, need you're reading the scripture. same book that they read. Mm-hmm. Referring to the Bible, mm-hmm. how can you say that they are forming a new religion? Because it, I don't see much scripture that supports some of the things that they say. So they'll, uh, so some of the scriptures that they'll choose are like we're made in God's image, but I don't know where a mask changes the image any more than a shirt changes the image of a man. That we were clothed, you know, you know, by God. That Moses wore a mask uh, when he when his face glowed, and that was never something that was negative. Many of them like went to doctors for a very long time and had surgeries, and people in there wore masks all the time, and it never bothered them. Like there's something that's shifted in who they are, and this shift is something that they built their new faith on, hmm. and I don't. I don't see enough anchoring in the Bible for this to be a Christian-based faith. Ooh. So next episode, we can hit religion. Okay. Uh, Sounds good. All right. And now the other thing is, if we can do a couple, some some shout-outs, I guess, to some of the advice. Yeah. Um, our, our good friends with the, uh, the Appalachian podcast. Yeah. Billy and Simon. Although we don't see it eye to eye with the other the great folks. <laughs> they uh, are. Even, they are. Uh, known Billy for years. Um, gave us excellent feedback um, on on how to start this podcast and, and get things running. Also, Corlin Roscoe. Yes, and Cast Therapy. Yes, make sure to tune in. Because uh, I'm, I'm, right now, everything you're hearing is being run through his equipment, and I think with his setup advice. So uh, I guess you would say he's our... our uh, Sponsor, yes, <laughs> he's he official capital investment of, of, of absolutely misunderstood, podcasts. absolutely. Uh, and yeah, and he, he's, he's been known to create millionaires, yes. So, <laughs> we'll have to get him on the show one day to uh further delve into that, share his, his story about that. All right, what well, any anything else? Um, this is good. This is Misunderstood. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Just kept a rambling, talking nineteen to the dozen, like a worn-out needle tripping right across said groove. He said there's a silence that's creeping in darkness, but a while.
answers when there's nothing to prove. Give me a savior that takes me away. Give me a blanket and a space for my head. When time descends like an old stage curtain on the back of my eyelids, I'll be in a place instead. Instead